Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Blockchain Camp. My name is Richard Green. I'm one of the digital asset educators for blockchaincamp.ca, where we're trying to make crypto simple for the everyday person. Alrighty, and our goal is to help 1 million people out there to understand the crypto ecosystem. Alright guys, um, Bitcoin has had some interesting moves in the past week or so we saw going from a flat line of around sixty three hundred dollars per bitcoin shooting up uh during the time of that f- tether fud to around seven just shy of 7k and now we're uh, stabilizing around sixty five hundred with an overall market cap of 212 billion dollars uh, guys we're coming off of this quote-unquote tether fud where we saw Bitfinex, which is uh, a partnering company, they were suspending deposits and withdrawals. They had a change in their bank accounts. People were questioning their liquidity. And we kind of touched on that in our last podcast. And so coming off of that noise, guys, we saw new exchanges listing their own stable coins uh, Bitfinex, Huobi, OKX, they started listing alternative stable coins, and we saw for the first time Tether falling below a dollar, then spiking back above a dollar, showing that there was a lot of um, irrational selling or not enough time for the algorithm, I should say, to recoup and stabilize the coin, uh, the USDT, to the dollar pairing. Anyways, moving on, guys, on today's podcast, I want to take a look at what are some of the catalysts for the next bull run. Okay, Uh, we saw some very, very bullish news, and I think I want to point out at least uh, three major catalysts for the next bull run. And by next bull run, I mean going above 15,000 BTC, ideally breaking all-time highs. Um, It's inevitable. It's a matter of when. So first of all, Fidelity, Fidelity Investments, these guys oversee $7.2 trillion. They made the announcement that they will be entering the crypto game. Okay, so guys, to understand Fidelity, they allow customers to trade stocks, mutual funds, bonds, swaps. They do some margin trading. They're an overall trading platform, just like TD Ameritrade. And TD Ameritrade is actually stepping into the crypto game. But looking at Fidelity, they have about 27 million customers around the world, which represent um, a total of $7.2 trillion in assets. That's some big bags right there. <laughs> and uh, their their broker network ranges to about 13,000 brokers and advisors. So it's a pretty serious company stepping into game, to the game. And this is big news. Uh, Abigail Johnson, the CEO, he said, and I quote, our goal is to make digitally native assets such as Bitcoin more accessible to investors. Oh my goodness, guys, if you're still on the sidelines questioning this thing, um, just look where the money is going. Look where the intelligent people are placing their bets and what they're saying. And currently, Fidelity spends about $2.5 billion a year in technology with a huge, huge chunk of that on AI and blockchain. So that is a first and number one catalyst um, in the most recent uh, history for the next bull run. Number two is Backed. And we've heard about Backed. Backed is a currency platform for trading and warehousing. And the thing about Backed is they're actually backed uh, 
no pun intended, maybe, um, by ICE, which is the Intercontinental Exchange, and you may know ICE as being the operator of the New York Stock Exchange, you know, which um, as a data company, you know, they, they, they rake in about $6 billion in sales each year. But ICE um, is introducing this thing called BACT, uh, which is going to be built on Microsoft, well, a Microsoft platform, but they have some interesting brands connected to them, Starbucks being one of them, and BCG, Boston Consulting Group. And the, the real interesting thing about BACT, other than that they have these incredible names and brands of reputation, is that they're creating a fully regulated ecosystem for the get-go. And they're targeting institutional investors. And um, they're trying to solve the custody issue by physically delivering Bitcoin um, at the end of each day. So this is a huge, huge deal. Uh, they're set to go live in November. Um, it doesn't mean we'll see the the impact on the market right away, especially in volume. I think it'll take some time, uh, maybe the next quarter or two, uh, looking into the spring to the summer of next year, when the real flows of uh, money will start to come in. But uh, it's said that there are companies lined up and waiting and ready to get into this game, guys. So uh, we really don't know what impact that this could have, but um, already we see Fidelity. Um, we mentioned BACT. These are two major catalysts. And number three, which a lot of people haven't been talking about um, in the crypto world, is the endowment funds. Each university has uh, an endowment fund where by the alumni can donate or other companies can donate towards and they dedicate their assets to investing and giving back to the school and giving to charity. Um, all the major universities across North America, at least, have endowment funds. Um, three of the largest ones, check this, guys, three of the largest ones, Harvard, MIT, and Yale. Harvard has about $40 billion, MIT, $15 billion, Yale, about 29 or so billion dollars, um, which is just shy of about $100 billion in assets. They have announced that um, they're investing in crypto. Now, this doesn't mean that all of their assets under management is going towards it. It just means that they have some exposure. Now, to what extent? We, we don't know exactly just yet, but they're uh, sharing that they're getting exposure to this. And why is this so important? Why, why should we care about these you know, relatively small endowment funds? Guys, think of the universities and the names, Harvard, MIT, Yale, Princeton. These are, these are well-notable institutions of old, which represent the school of thought. And you have to look at it from that perspective that though they're just a brick-and-mortar building with a brand, um, their reach and their influence, this is where power comes into play, um, and the real real world application from crypto um, to the real life, so to speak. These, uh, these networks of individuals from Harvard, MIT, Yale, Princeton, these Ivy League type of networks, um, they have major influence. And if, if they're exposing their own assets to what was being labeled as a Ponzi scheme or um, this house of cards or dominoes um, that will eventually topple over, um, it means that everyone's taking a big gamble. And I don't think that's the case. I think they've done their homework. And this is going to create a shift in investor sentiment. 
And as we see more intelligent minds congregating on the central point of accepting that the blockchain, that Bitcoin, that decentralized assets are here to stay, then, you know, we have to either embrace it or um, reject it. And I think of Warren Buffett. Um, he comes to mind, and I'll tell you why as I close, guys. I don't mean to rant, uh, but Warren Buffett totally missed the dot-com boom. He didn't understand Amazon. He didn't understand Google. And because of this, he chose not to invest. Um, Warren Buffett is still a billionaire. The guy is filthy rich, but he invested in what he understood. And as we see more companies backed Microsoft, Starbucks, Boston Consulting Group, Fidelity, Harvard, MIT, Yale. As we see these major institutions of old begin to enter into this space. When we had a market cap high of what, $850 billion or so, it's going to pale in comparison to the potential market cap, overall market cap now, of where crypto can go. And I think, guys, we need to understand that we are at the beginning of the race. The the announcer even hasn't said on your marks. Not even get ready, get set, go. He say he just he's like, he hasn't said on your marks. We're still stretching. We're still warming up. So I want to encourage you guys to have a long term long term perspective. Look at where the money flows are going, and also look at the names and the people of reputation the brands of old that are stepping to the space and ask yourself if this is a space that you think you should be in if you're in it you know why you're in it and um etfs aside guys these are major catalysts that are here to stay and they are going to make a big impact um i want to encourage you to dyor do your own research look for your own tokens your own projects you know Share your ideas with friends, bounce ideas off people, and validate your decisions. But have a long-term perspective. Strap in for the ride. It's going to be a good one, guys. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Richard Green from Blockchain Camp. We're so happy you tuned in today. If you like, if you like this, please share it. And uh, we hope to see you soon. Bye for now, guys.